2: What's going on with Madonna? We got to keep tabs on her. You're listening to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. She, of course, was admitted to the hospital, we found out this week, uh, and now has postponed her tour because of a bacterial infection that just got out of hand. Uh, We still don't know what the bacterial infection, which we probably will never know why and, and, you know, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't really matter. But it does matter that she is That won't is keep us okay. from speculating,
0: don't you worry, Bill. That's
2: right. The, when it happened, um, or we when we learned of it, Lori was yelling out some things in the office before they came in to do the show, That she things that she thought it could be. It. I don't like remember the what she said. She's like, you can yeah, get a bacterial it's true. infection from a UTI. But I was
0: I was listening to an ER doctor who dealt with a bunch of like bacterial infections that had gone to the next level, so to speak. Yeah, and he suggested that it, you know, it, it, it's typically. I mean, those are all possibilities, but it could typically be like after you've had some sort of surgical procedure or something. Um,
2: oh, okay, yeah, that was another speculation.
0: Um, and, like, to me, if I was going to be conspiratorial, because I know there were all these blind items that said it was a drug overdose, which I think Don and I both are just like, mm, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't really buy that. But, you know, what do we know? Still, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And also, who cares, right? Like, I right. think there's some sort of, like, implication that, like, if it was due to a procedure, like, a surgical procedure that she had, like, maybe a plastic surgical procedure, that somehow, like, ooh, that's bad or something like like you know what I mean like like how people are judgy about stuff like that and I'm just like oh yeah celebrities getting procedures all the time by the way anytime you get any procedure that breaks the skin Mm -hmm. you can die from a bacterial infection true if it's you know runs rampant and so it's just I don't know yeah I'm, I'm not saying there's not a there's not like a untold story here
2: Yeah, I just... I'm just
0: saying I don't think it's drugs.
2: I don't either. I really think she's pretty hardworking, and she is known to have a good work ethic, and she was, you know, really busting her butt to get this tour on board and launched. Uh, The story here today, though, from TMZ, is that uh, Madonna was dealing with a fever for more than a month... Oh, God. ...leading up to the hospitalization, and she kind of kept it a secret from everybody.
0: Who do we know this from?
2: This is, um... I mean, it's probably a source. Oh, her manager. No, no, no. The, T- the, 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 the TMZ T- story TMZ you have story. says sources uh, sources with yeah.
0: direct knowledge. So somebody's putting that story out. Whether it's true or not remains to be seen, but it certainly seems plausible, right?
2: Yeah, it definitely does. And she was just kind of like wanted to soldier on. And um, she was... Really afraid if she sought medical care, it might jeopardize the tour. Did you oh, also, honey!
0: Did you also see that it said she's still been, like, vomiting uncontrollably mm-hmm. and, like, the infection is still taking its toll?
2: Yes. She's at home just dealing with it. Oh, I just really, that must be scary, and she's not out of the woods yet, they say. You know, they're still having to, I'm sure, keep track of what's going on with her, and she's receiving medical care, Um, so... We just hope she gets better and, um, man, I mean, I know the, you know the fans are wanting the tour, but, you know, her health comes first. It, I, it's got to take a lot of time to recover from something like that and do what you do on a tour, which is rigorous for your body.
0: Yeah.
2: It puts your body through a lot of stress. Oh, for sure. Even if you're, it doesn't matter, like I said yesterday, if you're 60 or 16, like touring is hard on the body. So that's something that happened. And then I saw something that I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Um, Actually, Mike, there is a YouTube video there, but you can just kind of like play a snippet, a portion of it uh, if you want to. If not, no big deal. I uh, didn't put it in the system. But Lourdes, her daughter, the same day on Wednesday that the statement was made about her being hospitalized, put up a picture of herself um, in a corset that's very revealing. It's like if you took what would be the back of something and just put it on the front. That's what it looks like. It's very Yeah, it does look the like middle.
0: the re- like a reverse corset.
2: Yes, yes. Or
0: at least it looks like a corset that's, I mean, I'm not, it looks like it might be too small for the wearer because typically if a corset's going to tie like that, it ties to both ends. Yeah. Um, But that's obviously a Luke, as the kids would say.
2: A Luke. Oh, a look. An
0: L E W K. Luke. Luke. Meaning that's like, maybe that's a thing now is like, oh, everybody wears the open bosomed corset, like defeating the purpose of a corset, but whatever.
2: (laughs) It's just, yeah. Uh, It's just, it's just. Which I'm here for
0: because uh, corsets can suck it. Oh. They're torture devices, mm-hmm. and they have robbed women of freedom for many years.
2: Oh, wow. Okay. And Kim
0: Kardashian should probably be brought up on charges.
2: Oh, gosh. They're waist trainers? I'm
0: serious. I, yeah, I think I mean, they I are. Some... As somebody, as a man who's worn a corset before, the fact that women would ever feel obligated to do that is oh. terrifying.
2: Welcome to my world. I if know. I'm that's what Pablo, I'm saying. You know me. I'm like, oh, my God. this. I call them squeezers. <laughs> It just makes me feel more confident in my clothes. But I, after a while, I'm like, I got to get this thing off. And sometimes I take it off in the car. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: it's a far thing from like shapewear to shapewear, yeah. tum- uh, waist trainers. Oh, and yeah, waist I don't trainers have one of those. are just torture devices because they, they literally your move your organs. Yeah.
2: Okay. So um, the reason why I wanted Mike to play this clip is that Lourdes Leon, her daughter, is actually a. I did not know that she was an artist before today. She had released a song. Uh, Maybe I did know and I've just forgotten, but uh, we have just a little clip here of one of her songs. do a lot like i listen to the whole song and it doesn't it has some but there's no clear hook and it just kind of is it's a little boring i mean it's say? it's like the first song that's played at a club at like 7 p.m
0: yeah it's very low-key you know? it's very uh not emo like what, what do the kids call it it's just like uh mood it's a vibe it's, it's a, a vibe mo- it's mood and maybe music. she isn't
2: going for a top 40 hit like her mom i mean honestly everybody you know Music is subjective, so. Um, but I just thought it was kind of funny that um, she posted this picture of herself in this sexy look um, the day her mom came back from the hospital, where everyone's talking about her mom. But it is a possibility, since we know Madonna, and she likes publicity, that she said, hey, you should put a picture up right now, because people are looking at what we're doing. Oh my God, that's doing. such a
0: mom thing to do. Honey,
2: honey, honey I'm dying, looking sexy. but I
0: need you to do a sexy photo shoot. <laughs>
2: right okay
0: mom
2: it's like because your first thought is it's insensitive to her mother but
0: then it's madonna honey it's never insensitive boobies are never insensitive to madonna
2: uh yeah we're just posting something that isn't like about your mom it has nothing to do with your mom Um, but hey, maybe if you're just sitting by your bedside and you're like, oh, I'm going to get on Instagram really quick
0: here. The one thing I will say is that the health scare with Madonna has brought out her children in public. And so we've seen them all and they've been, uh, you know, like on the cover of the Daily Mail and everything. And her kids have such a fashion sense. And I'm just like, (gasps) here's the thing about being a rich person's kid that I would love is that you could just curate your very own style in a way that like the average person just doesn't ha- like the average teenager slash young adult doesn't have the means you know to do
2: right like her son David Banda he is yeah. 17 and he is he is he a model because if I'm he pretty sure I mean he should be he has a great sense of style I'm just loving your Luke <laughs> and I Rocco
0: say it. I mean Rocco looks amazing, and Lourdes looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't pick the thing, but she still looks amazing. She's she's got a whole Luke. Yeah, yeah.
2: So we hope she gets better, and um, I'm sure she's very supportive of whatever Lourdes does. I I don't know. um, Yeah, right now it sounds like she's not very
0: supportive of anything other than maybe some like Seven Up and salt or uh, (laughs) saltines. Oh, God. Poor thing.
2: Yes. Okay. Well, we hope, Madonna, that you get better so that we can go see you in concert.
0: She will. Uh, because I was going to wait until the last minute and buy tickets. So I'm glad I hadn't pre-purchased. Aha. Uh-huh. While my partner, meanwhile, has bought several cities worth of tickets. Yes. And.
2: Has a lot of travel plans. That, to reschedule. Ooh. Yes. It's a little. It's a little Well, much. hopefully he um, got, he, he did the, like. I can change this ticket if something goes wrong. Yeah, and he's really
0: good. We've got like travel insurance and things, so he'll be fine. But I think he's and his cousin are going to do a little uh, gal's trip to Vancouver still. That's where she was supposed to be in two weeks.
2: That'll be fun.
0: So I don't know if that's for sure. But anyway, when we come back, oh my God, this Publationship slash Divorce Battle is just getting out of hand. Why? Well, we're going to find out when we come back what... Kim and Croy are up to right here on my talk site or app. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each addition. Additional unit with power view. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
2: The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. We have The Divorce of Krim, which is Kim zolciak and Croy Bierman going on. It actually isn't, it's just officially started, but what's going on? He is now demanding some things. It's like, oh my God, you're too much for me. Uh,
0: there's a lot of back and forth, a battle of. I feel like do we have that like NFL? Every <laughs> time we talk about a celebrity divorce battle, I feel like I hear that sound. And yes,
2: and he was in the On NFL. On the one
0: side, you see, yeah, see, look at that. It's almost like it was made for that sound. Mm-hmm. Croy Beerman requests family law attorney immediately begin her investigation amid Kim Zosia custody battle. It's Kim versus Croy in this showdown. Rumble.
2: <laughs> Thank you. You're the new voice of the NFL. Um,
0: Well, when it comes to these two, the latest headline, and this comes from our good friends over at Us Weekly. We're on the phone with them constantly. They obtained, not really, uh, legal documents, allegedly, supposedly, that said, apparently, Croy Bierman uh, has requested that a family law attorney begin an investigation. And I saw this, Dawn, and I was like, what does that mean? Do you have any idea what that means?
2: Um, oh.
0: I mean, I'm not saying you need to. I'm just saying, does anything plop out of your head when you hear that? Begin an
2: investigation. Uh I mean, they're going to look at all of the facts if somebody was charged with something. But no one's been charged with anything. So you're going to look into... I don't know. And I just want to let him know that it's not like this family law attorney was sitting around waiting for things to do. And then they were just sitting in an office. Then all of a sudden, Oh, a phone call either from Kim or Croy. Yeah. And then go, Oh, now I can start like they already had probably a lot of cases going on. You're not the only ones they're dealing with. So pipe down.
0: So, uh, the filing that they obtained on Wednesday said that Croy asked the court to appoint Diane Woods, as guardian ad litem for the pair's minor children, of course, KJ, Cash, Kane, and Kaya. Oh, no. Lots of K's. What is with everybody in the multiple K's?
2: Well, then you got the Kardashians do it, too.
0: Do you feel like that was a little bit of, you know, do you think the Kardashians sent like a cease and desist?
2: Maybe. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner.
2: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well,
2: just, uh, it's just maybe because it's Kim and Croy. You but know, doesn't that, okay, can I make a judgment? Should, a are
0: we okay to make judgments occasionally?
2: Say whatever you want to say because I'm also going to say something bad.
0: Well. What's bad? Multiple K's are bad. Well, oh well, for obvious reasons. <laughs> That's thank what I you. think of
2: immediately. I'm like, enough with lots of K's.
0: Well, the, the good news is there's there's a lot of K's. So anyway, the moral of the story is in this particular case. <sighs> no, that what was the thing I was going to say? Oh, I kind of feel like it's a little egoy. Like if you and your wife are K's, to then do all the kids
2: K's. <laughs> yes, yeah.
0: Like, I get the kid thing. Like, you want all your kids... You know, like, I'm sure somebody in the 70s had, like, a bunch of S-named kids. Like, Stephanie, Sally, Samantha, Shirley, Sharon, Sharnice, right? Like, that thing I get, right? But, like, when everybody in the family has the same initial, that's a lot.
2: It is. And it's... I guess it's fine, you know? But it is also... (laughs) arrogant to assume that this family law attorney is just sitting around waiting for you to call like those go hand in hand you know what i'm saying like naming your kid with all k's and then also assuming that you start right now yeah, you know I saying? just think like, yeah, to me,
0: this and I don't know this, Diane Woods, I will say they, they say that according to her bio uh, on her website, she has 30 years of experience in family law and domestic relation matters. And apparently this is, you know, like a common practice. But to me, the fact that he's requesting this investigation is somehow like a move to say, like, I'm on it. I'm in it to win it. I am in charge. I am playing offense in this battle. Mm -hmm. I am trying to get things done. Unlike my wig shillin' uh, slot... uh, I'm trying to choose my words very carefully. (laughs) It's
2: making it worse.
0: Slot queen... (laughs)
2: <laughs> because she likes to
0: play the slots. Yeah. I, I'm assuming I don't I don't venture to guess that she's a table girl although she might be. What do you guys no think? I no clue.
2: I just assumed she was playing like video poker on her phone.
0: No, well, she she does apparently do that, but she also, you know, loves to go to them casinos. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the moral of my story is it seems like a power move, an offense move on the part of Croy to be like, I'm businessing. Because remember, they're both fighting for custody of the kids. And, like, maybe he's trying to show the court, like, I got up extra early for
2: uh-huh. for
0: this whole, uh-huh. you know, custody
2: battle. Oh, yeah. And I will say, my th- like, I feel... Like he could have felt emasculated for a very long time, and he's like a southern boy. Oh, you mean boy.
0: you mean the NFL player, southern, yeah, boy, who was doing who was like hand
2: making weaving his wigs. wife's wigs, right?
0: You think he maybe felt a little emasculated? Yeah, oh, wait. I do. When and, she and would he's constantly, younger.
2: he's like ten years younger or whatever.
0: Make she would make least. him wear like a thong oh. and prance around the pool.
2: Okay. Everything was fine and dandy when, he, you know.
0: Although he did get special treatment every day.
2: Yeah, that's right. Well, it just comes natural remember? to her, remember? What did she say? Um, well, or he I mean, said. He said that it's like, um, it's, it's, she she doesn't, it's not like I have to ask this, this particular act that he likes. It just it comes natural to her. It's just. Yeah. It's
0: like riding a bike. No, he said something like It's just innately like getting up in the morning. I don't know.
2: Getting up in the morning's right. Okay. They're getting down. Well. Guess what? It's time for.
0: It's time for food porn. Speaking of inappropriate words, this time we're gonna put inappropriate things in our mouths (laughs) in the form of food porn. It's food porn Friday. Find out what we're eating when we come back right here on my talk. 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends at your boat club. Life really is better on the water. I hope you are going to be on the water this week. Now, think about it. What if you were headed off to the cabin for this week and a boat showed up and it wasn't a boat you had to own or manage or take care of or deal with other than to like, you know, get on the water and enjoy the day. You can do that with your boat club. My friends at your boat club have all sorts of membership options for you. Jamie and I signed up for the trial membership this year, and the whole process was super-duper easy. It allows us to be on the water without any of the hassle. They show—or you show up, rather. uh, They take care of all the work, and then you go home. But if you're on a cabin on a lake or you've got a rental— Uh, over the summer they'll literally bring the boat to you they will bring the experience to you that's all you have to do with your boat club it is so super duper easy and you should be on the water this summer head to yourboatclub.com tell them bradley sent you
2: the adventures of bradley and my talk 1071 thanks for joining us on this uh friday and at this time most of the time we have our food porn segments
0: Yummy. What are we putting in our mouths, honey? Well, we have
2: a couple of things here, Um, and they are from Listener Panda, who you can find on social media. She's just um, uh, one of our favorite listeners who loves to participate all day long in the shows, and she was nice enough to bring us Twizzlers of a certain flavor and then Churro Kit Kats.
0: Yeah, and I think the The Twizzlers conversation Mm -hmm. Uh, remind me where that Twizzlers conversation came from?
2: Oh, I'm supposed to know?
0: Well, because we ha- I know we talked about it, and that's why she ended up sharing Twizzlers with us, because we were talking about how some flavors were weird.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't remember oh, what. God, I don't, you know. The, but anyway, she offered... Men in black come to my house every night and erase my memory, so I don't know. You have what? You know, like men in black. They have that Here little thing. Men in black, that's not a good thing, Dawn. Up to you. Well, you know. Um. So these are... Do you want to do the twizzlers first? We have peach and we have wild berry. That yeah, I'm fine.
0: Us. Sure. What do you want to do first?
2: I mean, they really smell good. I'll say that like when I entered the room, I was like, "Oh, something's very fruity in here."
0: Sorry, I was in there earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Happy pride. Happy pride. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I want to do the peach first.
0: Okay. I will reason. say I've never had these. I was just yelling at Julia back and forth in the break and She's like, I don't know if I can do anything other than the original. I'm kind of that way with licorice. Mm. So I'm curious. I feel like peach might taste a little weird.
2: Oh, wow. This is very fragrant. Um, it does smell peachy. It definitely does. It kind of smells like it's artificial peach, but it smells very. It's a very strong smell. I just hope that the taste, you know, when things smell really good, but they just don't live up to it when you taste them. That's what I'm hoping it does. So what do you think? Um, Stick it up your nose.
0: I'm not putting it in my nose. Gross. Dawn.
2: <laughs> I didn't do it. I yeah, just you did. I saw up. you. <laughs> okay. Oh, are you already eating it? I can tell.
0: Well, yeah. One of us has to eat it. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine. <laughs> do you know what I want it to be? What? Have you ever had um, mm-hmm. Haribo peach rings?
2: <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I love
0: those because they have some real-ass peach flavor, not ass peach flavor. <laughs> Even though that's kind of redundant. That's
2: the m- emoji. Mike, we haven't heard from you yet.
1: That's because this is going to be a hard food porn for me today. I'm not a huge fan of licorice, licorice, and I'm definitely not a fan of peaches. <clears throat> so this is an interesting combo, but um, it's not bad. The taste isn't so powerful in any which way that it's offensive by any stretch. You just <laughs> you, you can smell it while you're eating it, and I think it's more aromatic than it is flavorful yeah that's the thing yeah not a lot of taste
2: well i actually think it tastes it has more flavor to it just through smelling it i guess Mm -hmm. than a regular twizzler like i don't really the red twizzlers i don't really get a lot of flavor out of those yeah i'm not getting a lot of flavor out of
0: these what i will say is i think the thing that's most rewarding with twizzlers is just that texture Mm -hmm. i love that texture it's like my childhood. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know how you just like you bite and it's got that chew, like that chew, but then it turns, it gives away.
2: Why do they choose to not make them very flavorful? Because back in the day, I understand maybe they just didn't know how or couldn't. But nowadays you can do like, like sour gummies, for instance. I mean, those are packed with flavor. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this back with flavor. Is <laughs> I didn't like hear anything you just said. Can you
0: repeat yourself?
2: <laughs> no way.
0: No, I did I But really why didn't. don't
2: they taste as good? I always want Twizzlers to taste better. That's what I'm saying. So I'm not a huge fan either. I don't seek them out. Um I know they have sour twizzlers and I, I do. do like those. Oh you like do? Gummy. Do you like
0: sour candy?
2: I love sour candy. I
0: hate sour candy. <gasps> really? Well, okay, that's a little strong. But okay. I'm mm-hmm. not a fan of it because it like burns. it like tears the roof of my mouth up.
2: Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. So, do you want to move on to the other Twizzlers or have a palate cleanser in between? with True? Well, I
0: already started eating them.
2: Oh, the other I kind. Yeah. Okay. Well, what what do you think? This is wild berry. Um, it's not very wild. <laughs> oh.
1: There's more flavor.
2: Is there?
0: I don't think that's a good thing, though. But if you put this in your mouth, would you know what you were eating? No.
2: No, that's the thing with the peach one. I, I might mean, be able to guess the peach one.
0: Let's be clear. I would like. I would boredom eat these. Mm. like after the show if there was a bag sitting around and i was like doing my wrap-up stuff mm-hmm. i would just mindlessly eat these
2: oh this is definitely better the wild berry is definitely better than the peach it has a lot more flavor Hmm.
0: i just think it tastes like plastic but
2: <laughs> yeah i mean on a scale of twizzlers though yeah, sure what do you think about it I mean, I love... It's fine. I just like black licorice, so that's I my do like black choice. licorice,
0: but it's it's also like I can only have a little bit. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done.
2: Do you like good and plentys Mm-hmm. I do, too. Mike, how, how do you feel about black licorice?
1: Um, I feel like I'm really excited to try the Kit Kat.
2: <laughs> oh, you're head- <laughs> It's that. It that's okay. Get, that has nothing to Look. do with
1: the flavor of these. I just, I'm not a big like. This is not your grandma's person. meatloaf.
0: It's fine. Yeah,
2: exactly. You don't have to eat the whole with, Twizzler,
1: with the exception of like one of those sour apple type, uh, you know, uh, licorice. Basically, I like licorice that doesn't taste like licorice. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
2: yeah. It's basically oh, you know, where
0: I'm at. How do you guys feel about Australian licorice?
2: What is that?
0: You know, it's that wallaby. Yeah, it's that yeah, like big, fatty licorice. Oh, mm-hmm.
2: that's way better than regular Twizzlers. Yeah. You think? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay
0: but to me it's also a texture thing because sometimes licorice tastes like chemically yeah like pull that pull apart pull and peel or whatever like i like the texture of that but sometimes the flavor is real chemically all right Mm -hmm. let's do the churros Mm.
1: now we're talking
2: okay
0: you want to describe what you're looking at
2: so this kit kat is a churro kit kat and where do we get these um, well, they were just on the Pride float. I don't know who left them there. Yeah, I don't know if I this was a maybe, Panda
0: delivery. Maybe Panda, or Panda.
2: I'm assuming she left them, too, or maybe our promotions director bought them, because she bought a bunch of snacks for the for the float, the parade float, the trolley. Yeah. So what I'm seeing is this Kit Kat is beige. <laughs> well, and Churro
0: is having a moment.
2: It sure is. And I'm here
0: for it, because I love cinnamon.
2: I, I like it, but I don't love it. so. Um, it does t- uh, smell like cinnamon. I'm not really into white chocolate because it just isn't chocolate. You know what I mean? It I mean, I agree, but
0: isn't. I do it's like almond a, bark. a little bit of white chocolate. Uh,
2: okay, so Sh- let's try it.
1: Cheryl's having it a moment in my mouth right now because oh, this is real good. Put you it in your mouth. It? This is real good. I love mm,
2: it. Okay. Hey, what do you
1: taste? Mm. Very churro y. You do have that white chocolate you're you're describing as well that's in there, but it's a. Uh, Smells cinnamony. It does, yeah, and it kind of melts in your mouth rather syn- synonymally as well. Synonymly. Wow,
2: those are good. Those are real good. These, are, I actually like this better than a real churro. Um,
1: what?
0: Are you high?
2: No, I really do. I don't like churros oh, that much. But why not? One time, now I really don't like them because. I got a bowl of churro uh, you popcorn. You and your popcorn.
0: You like That was a traumatic event for you. <laughs> it
2: was. It really was. If I was a Scientologist, I would have to like hold those things and go through some type of a therapy. The engrams, you know, when you have a moment that just really impacts you, you got to get rid of the energy. That's what the churro popcorn did to me. But... <laughs>
0: I am enjoying this journey. Well, I'm just going to sit here in my Kit Kat while you.
2: Yeah, I do like this. Like, I think if you're, they do a lot of blends of Kit Kat, but this is really like it. Really does taste like a churro, but without that. Here's... I don't like the friedness of a churro. I don't like that oh, fried.
0: Girl, taste that's like the best part. Fried dough.
2: And, uh, mm, I don't know.
0: Okay, well, we we can agree to disagree on churros for sure, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is fine. Like, I still want chocolate on my Kit Kat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but it is real. It doesn't taste real cinnamony.
1: Are you okay? To me, to me it melted Oh, boy. <laughs> To me, it melts almost, because you guys know I love maple nut ice cream, and it almost has like a sweet maple nut like like, finish when you're Mm -hmm. you're eating it, which I really am enjoying.
0: I do. I would say I would never overeat this Kit Kat. Like, I would eat a couple of these Mm -hmm. and be like, fine, because, and usually with white chocolate, I'm like that. Like, I'll take Mm -hmm. a few bites, and then otherwise, if I eat too much, I just get that like, this is too much. You know? Because it's super sweet compared to... Chocolate
2: because there is no other flavor, but yeah. this has a cinnamon in it, and it's really. I think I start to think about what you could do with this, like dessert wise. You know, sure, you could like put them on cupcakes or in cupcakes, crush them up, and make them a crust. Yeah, it's pretty good. Kit Kat crust. Do we right? have that um, clip that we were going to play of the woman who enjoys 10,000 ice cream yeah, bars in the a next day? hour?
0: We're doing a whole segment on her. Oh,
2: my God. I thought we were doing it here.
0: No, no. We're doing it in the third hour of the show, and we're going to talk about the weird things that you would eat for hours a day.
2: That's right. Oh, man. I think I'm already on On vacation. Yeah, I am. I apologize. My brain just remembered. That was oh. a
0: good tease, though. Hey, Don. All right. So as we uh, head out, let's look back on the three things that we've tried for today's food porn. Yes. Two licorice-y things. Thank you, Panda. Peach licorice. Zero out of five. Zero being the worst licorice you put in your mouth. Five being the best.
2: Out of a licorice score, I would say three for the peach.
0: And the berry?
2: The berry is definitely a three point five. That's better.
1: Mike? I also don't like being sticky and I have that sticky don't licorice say sticky. feeling on my hands right <laughs> now. Uh, what like, oh. a, a sticky so, what feeling? The sticky feelings is licorice leaves on your hands. Oh. You know, I don't like sticky feelings. It's the worst. Um I will say again, I'm not a licorice. I I will go one point seven five for the peach and two for the wild berry. <laughs> okay.
2: See, my favorite and, licorice is black licorice, so that would be a five. So, so this is yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, so licorice, I uh, will give the peach a uh, uh, two, and the berry a two. Now, let's move on to the Kit Kat. Zero being oh, yeah. the worst Kit Kat, five being the best Kit Kat you've ever put in your mouth. Dawn, where do you put the churro Kit Kat?
2: Uh, I'll say 2.2. 2.
1: Wow. Mike, churro Kit Kat was, Kik-Kat was Kik-Kat. so good, I would eat more of the liquors just to get to more of the churro <gasps> Kit Kats, which is saying a lot. I'll say like a four point. Wow, one.
0: All right, four point one I really for like the churro Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. All right, now we know what to get Mike for Christmas. Yes.
2: And if you want to hurt somebody, I just accidentally hit myself with this um, Twizzler. <laughs> Like, I whipped it around and I hit myself and it hurt. It All right, like keep whip. your
0: Twizzlers to yourself. Wow. Uh, on a scale of zero to five, I would give the Kit Kat a. Oh, shoot. Dun, 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 dun. I'd give it a 2.25. Mm. All right. Thank you for Dang, the food Panda. contributions. If you guys want to contribute to food porn <laughs> at any point. Feel free.
2: It must be packaged.
0: Feel free to send it uh, to the station. Or if you see us in person outside of our house at no. uh, 3 a.m., feel free to hand it over. Are
2: you? Stop it. It's a joke.
0: When we come back from food porn to Musk versus Zucks. Ugh. What are we talking about? Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg in the ring? Oh, wait. In the Coliseum? Ugh. In Italy? Mm. In Rome? Mm-mm. I don't know. We're going to talk about it when we come back right here on my talk. Hey, my talkers Bradley here for my good friends at hero call hero.com. I just posted a picture of Weezy yesterday. Uh, sitting on top of her air conditioning vent. And by hers, I mean our air conditioning vent. It is literally her favorite place in the house this time of year. Whenever we come in from a walk, she runs right to the air conditioning vent and plops herself right on top. And it's hilarious usually because the air will just like blow her ears up and she looks adorable. But she is like, girl, it is too hot out there. Let me just enjoy this cold air. There is nothing like cold air in the middle of a hot summer, which is why you want to make sure your ac is running smoothly all summer long head to callhero.com to get that ac tune-up 69 bucks gets you a 365 day no breakdown guarantee and then you just like can enjoy the beautiful cold air but if you do have any issues this summer call my friends at hero callhero.com today tell them bradley sent you
2: Uh, This is your place for entertainment. Thanks for joining us. If you missed any part of the show, you can always go back and listen on our website, mytalk1071.com. Something ridiculous has happened in the last week. We have to talk about it because it just doesn't make sense.
0: And we like ridiculous. Mike, uh, I know it's last minute, but remember that battle music we played in the last uh, couple segments? Sorry, I get very emotional. Uh, now we're going to Rome in the Coliseum where Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk strip down to their loincloths, oh. battle each other in the Coliseum. What are we talking about?
2: Mm-hmm. As women out there collectively roll their eyes.
0: And kind of just have that upchuck taste in the back of their throat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because these two are trying to get real um, manly with each other in the ring. <laughs> Maybe you've heard the story that uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk might fight, literally. And I guess there was like, they were talking to UFC President Dana White. Like, like they want to have a smackdown, essentially, right? Yes. To see, I don't know, who's the bigger man? What's, what is the goal? I'm not sure. But that story has been out there, Dawn. Now, the story is that Italy's Ministry of Culture issued a statement His board. Um, that, in fact, reports that Italy has contacted Mark Zuckerberg about staging a UFC fight against Elon Musk is not true. Oh! <laughs> it was? Uh, we
2: got so excited about the possibility of gladi- gladiator outfits and lions.
0: I mean, I kind of, yeah, like, I think most people were <laughs> excited the for lions. the ones.
2: Yeah, come on, guys.
0: <laughs> the Ministry of Culture's office said the following... There, and I was going to do an Italian accent. I shan't. Okay. To, for the, because I love the good people of Italy. Uh, there has been no formal contact from the ministry nor any written document, even if the news appears tasty.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. No, that, that news does not
0: appear tasty, I Italy. I don't like
2: the word tasty for obvious reasons.
0: Tasty. Well, Ooh, especially so with Mark and Zuckerberg tasty. and Elon Musk, like shirtless, duking it out in the Colosseum. No, thanks. Yeah. Uh, the ministry added if Zuckerberg and Musk wanted to perform in the Coliseum, they would have to make a nonviolent challenge. Okay.
2: Nonviolent challenge. Okay, that's not going to happen. What are they going to do? Like uh, beat each like other to- in math? Going <laughs> to sit there with notepads? <laughs> well, that's and, uh, what you're uh, supposed
0: to do. Beat like them with your brains. stone. An abacus? Yeah.
2: Um, I, it's just like this screams toxic, toxic masculinity. It's yeah. basically the definition of toxic masculinity. <laughs> It's their pictures when you look it up. It's like once upon a time, this tech giant versus this tech giant, they realize they've done everything in the world that they could do in their field. And so they wanted to physically fight each other.
0: I still I over just a
2: stupid Twitter comment.
0: Uh, yeah, I just don't I don't get the desire. And then when you like look at them together, I love how people and th- this is where I wanted to bring Mike into the conversation. So, Mike, clearly there are odds out there. Yeah. Do you know what
1: the odds are? Oh, of course. I've been following the odds uh, ever since. Have this. you? Really? Okay. Of course, yeah.
0: Now, don't tell us, okay. but Dawn, if we were to just like venture a guess, let me just tell you some stats and then you tell me who you think has the advantage.
2: Okay. I don't know like the odds, like those, all those numbers and how that works. Yeah, but so. we can, I
0: can. You don't need to know the odds. You. Yep. All you need to know is some stats and then you tell me who you think is going to do better.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Mark Zuckerberg on the left, he's 39. He's 5'7".
2: He is?
0: 145 pounds. Uh Uh-oh. But his discipline is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Now, that's Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. On the right, we have Elon Musk. He's 51, 6'2", 230 pounds.
2: Okay, they're not in the same weight class at all.
0: No. His discipline, karate. Taekwondo, Uh and Judo. Okay. Uh, Who do you think has the edge in this battle royale?
2: It's just not a fair fight because of their... Like, I'm not going to judge the different disciplines of martial arts. I don't think I am... So if you had to put money
0: on one of these people, who would it be?
2: I mean, I think it would be Elon Musk, just because he's bigger. And this is like a UFC fight, right? Correct. This is a mixed martial arts fight. It involves kicking and Mm -hmm. having more... I mean, even in boxing, you have like, all right, they're too, they weigh too much to but be. But that
0: jujitsu stuff. Like you can grab people with your legs and.
2: Oh, ca- my God. <laughs> yeah. And, oh.
0: So I don't know. I mean, I, I think, you know, if you're thinking of just size wise, obviously Elon is bigger, but I just wonder if Mark's got that, like, I'm five, seven, I'm 145 pounds. I got to take this guy down
2: fast. I'm going to dip and dive. I'm and just going to, for the sake of. my legs around <laughs> and get him in a figure four leg lock.
1: Okay.
0: Why do you know that?
2: Woo! <laughs> Woo! That's WWE Because she's stuff. a
1: limousine riding, jet flying, styling and profiling. Woo! Ric Flair.
2: Fan. <laughs> yes, Mike! Four Horsemen forever.
1: <laughs> we could go all the day on pro wrestling if yeah, you'd like, but fine. we don't need to. Bradley, um, all right, so... I
2: think, okay, so if I so, had to choose, I do think jujitsu is the um, more... I'm going to win this fight than the other one. Okay, so now you're saying stupid. Zuckerberg? Um, well, I'm just judging the martial arts. And if he's just doing jujitsu, that means he probably has progressed further instead of, I do a little bit of karate and I do a little bit of taekwondo. Yeah, so do I. You so know? you
0: think, okay, so uh, you, do you want to take a bet? Like, do you want to pick one right now?
2: I think that um, Elon Musk, unless he starts taking steroids and is on some ki- type of, like, creatine, like, complete regimen program, is going to wear himself out.
0: Yeah. And I think I don't know why Mark
2: Zuckerberg could just retain his energy and have more endurance.
0: Yeah, I kind of, for some reason, I just have this, like, that Mark Zuckerberg has something that Elon Musk doesn't have. But Mike, yes. now that we've said that. Yeah. Okay, so we're both leaning towards Zuckerberg. Mm -hmm. Something tells me the odds are different. Tell us what the odds actually say of a cage fight between the two of these.
1: Well, initially, when this was first announced, the very first set of odds we saw that anybody put on it was massively in the favor of Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. To To the tune of minus 500 against plus 300. Now, what that means is... Don, uh, Don, if Sounds you did great. if you did think that Elon Musk was going to win and you mm-hmm. said, "You know what? I'm going to put 100 bucks. He's bigger. He's, you know, I think he's going to win." If you would put $100 on it, you would get paid $400 if you're right.
2: Oh, okay. And on Good. the
1: other side for Zuckerberg being minus 500, you would have to bet $500 just to win 100.
2: <laughs> oh, so that's how the odds
1: work for it. Now that I was won't the initial that, that's cool. the initial odds. <laughs> they have shifted a bit and a few different spots are offering it anywhere between -160 for Zuckerberg and +140. So it seems like that's where the oh, lines sit so right now. So it's much quicker. No, no, it's oh. still Zuckerberg's still the favorite at -160. Uh-huh. Um but it's much closer than those initial odds.
0: So the uh, the the odds on favorite is Zuckerberg. From the
1: initial post, it was percentage-wise, this is the easiest way to break it down, minus five minus 500 to plus 300. That means there's an 83% likelihood that Zuckerberg would win. That's the way the Vegas odds are considering it. Now it's closer to about a 65% chance.
2: Do you think that this is all for publicity and they don't have a fight going on and we're just being stupid?
0: I I mean, if somebody's being stupid, I don't think it's us. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hear what I'm saying?
2: Oh, no, I don't. I just feel bad for Mark Zuckerberg's wife, who's like, oh, God, here we go. He's going to be training every day. This is so stupid.
0: Well, (laughs) we will find "Ah." out. We do know, though, it's not going to be in the Coliseum, that's for sure. When we come back, we are going to tell you about a person who eats something.
2: Uh, Bradley and Don, my talk 1071. I was looking forward to this segment so much that I thought it was happening at 130. <laughs> I know you were um... <laughs> like, wait a
0: minute. Where is
2: Well, I was trying to leave time in that segment for I know. listening you're always, to this.
0: Uh, you're always thinking about time and I appreciate that.
2: Oh, uh, well, thank you. And I should just look at what we just planned, but <laughs> apparently I just forgot. So anyway, we are talking about this is a uh this is a food court segment. So let's get into it.
1: Ooh, hold on one oh, second. Oh, you're fine. I had the uh, clip of her up. Let's do this instead. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of, food court. Bradley versus Don. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine.
0: White meat or dark
1: meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. <laughs> Got to be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding.
0: Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sabaro! Sbarro. Sbarro. And really, we were going to do a whole conversation about ketchup and whether or not you should put it in the fridge or not. Don't don't leave it out. Put it in the fridge. Heinz wants you to know. But then, Dawn, before the show, we came across a clip. A clip from a TV show that I think a lot of people have watched over the years. And I played you some audio, and you busted out laughing, and we decided let's just make an entire segment about this clip, shall we?
2: Yeah. So
0: the clip involves... The TLC show, and I forget, it's like a strange, my strange addiction, but it was like a food-based one, Mm. and I think they were called Freaky Eaters, which I think these days we wouldn't call people Freaky Eaters, but that's what it was called back in the day with people who had like weird food habits or odd, I don't don't know, what's the appropriate word? You know what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Patterns.
0: Patterns, yes. And we came across this woman who literally eats 10,000 ice cream bars per year. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Mike's face. Yeah. If you work out the math on that, you'd have to eat like 28 a day.
0: Yeah. Roughly. Like she literally pulled out the calendar or the calculator. You Well, first you did pull out the a clock. clock. And then.
2: I'm like, uh-oh, clock. <laughs> calculator. But then
0: you got to your calculator and you did the math. But then um, I just, I, I couldn't not. Share this with the audience. So, Mike, we've got some audio. Mm -hmm. This is a woman. She's 50 50 years old. Her name is Kimberly, and she's obsessed with eating something 40 times a day. Let's have a look. 50 year old Kimberly eats almost nothing but ice cream bars. I get obsessed over the ice cream bars. They caress my throat all the way down to my stomach. It's almost like having a lover. (laughs) Oh, God. Kimberly eats as many as forty ice cream bars every single day, from morning until late into the night.
1: Uh-huh.
0: There's times I get up and eat ice cream bars in the middle of the night every couple of hours. So what? When I eat these ice cream bars, it is like everything else goes away.
1: Kimberly consumes hundreds of ice cream bars each month up to a staggering 10,000 per year.
0: I know that it's an addiction and wonder what's so wrong with me that I need so many ice cream bars a day.
2: Why do I need so many ice Ice cream cream bars? bars.
0: Don't (laughs) you love that she's like, "Uh, it goes down my throat right into my stomach.
2: (laughs) She's (laughs) like, it really. I really wanted to bring this clip because I wanted to see Mike's face and that was really good. He did like a what, what, what? Mm. Double take like three times with his head. And then, like, oh, and then she started talking about how the ice cream goes down her throat and a lo- something about a lover. It's like her lover. Yeah. yeah. Now, I will also mention that when I examined the clip, it seemed like she was eating a Magnum bar, if you know yeah, what that is.
0: I don't, th- these don't have chocolate on them, though. Don't oh, Magnum thought, bars have chocolate on the outside?
2: Like a Magnum, I thought, no, oh, Maybe they do. You're right. It's like a chocolate like ice a cream bar. But this,
0: bar. I could not figure out what's hilarious is that the ice cream in this clip. So you guys also, it, like, I just want us to think about, like, what is the thing that you could eat 40 of a day? Yeah. Like, you could totally just pound and not even think about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but when I was looking at this in the clip, you have to watch it because she, she keeps pulling out these boxes of ice cream with like it's like a cardboard box that somebody got at like UPS oh. and put like a color printer label on the front to make it look like an ice cream box. But it's not real. Like it's clearly that they just like they didn't want to show a brand name. Yeah,
2: but we still need to know. But it's
0: hilarious because they they I mean it looks so fake and that they the two people that are there to help her show up at the grocery store when she's getting her like supply. And she just has, like, all of these packing boxes in her cart. I'm like, that is not a real ice cream box. But she obviously is eating something they, you know, that they're mm-hmm. not going to advertise.
2: Um, I'm ju- just trying to think of what I could eat 40 of a day. And I just don't know. Maybe those, like, popsicles that are, like, Popeye's.
0: Yep, Popeye's. It oh, yeah, yeah, throat-
2: yeah. It makes me cough for some reason. I think there's something in the preservatives or something. I cough, but... I might be able to eat. And maybe just like in liquid form. Like I could just open up a tube and just like suck that down. Yeah. And then just do that. Or just empty forty into a cup and put some <laughs> Sprite in it. And then I would develop diabetes because that's a lot of sugar. You know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't have that much sugar. So you would in a just day. drink the whole thing. Uh yeah, I probably would.
0: Mike, what about you?
1: Uh, you just nailed it. So, yeah. remember, I told you about that phase when I used to just basically eat, uh, cereal all the time. Oh, and yeah. of hated oh, yeah, myself yeah, yeah, and yeah, lived, the cereal. lived all alone. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things I loved doing, uh, <laughs> was, uh, those assorted flavor ice, uh, ices <sighs> that your dog freezes. Freeze. Yeah. Freezy pops. And oh, man, I would buy those like crazy. And I thought, oh, this is kind of fun. Look, Yummy. I'm just an adult eating freezees all the yeah. time. And then I realized how much sugar is in them. And then I started doing the math and realized, wow, that's like, 100 grams of sugar, I probably don't need to be eating per day, so I used to be addicted to those things, but... Bradley, I,
0: for me, it would be peanut butter M&M's. I, okay. I could literally eat oh, a pound of my those favorite, a day.
2: My favorite M&M's.
0: Yeah, 100%. The only other thing that I, I could eat that much of would not be as sweet. It would be like Doritos. Like I could sure. eat I could eat a whole bag of Doritos and a whole bag of peanut butter M&M's every single day of my life.
2: Mm, yeah, no, you would get sick of them.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, like realistically, I'm just saying like she in my mind.
2: She has to have those bars.
0: Oh, she does. And she she gets to the point where she doesn't need to have as many. Okay. Um, at the
2: end of it. And I've watched a lot of at least not this show, but it sounds extremely similar to my strange addiction.
0: I think it's basically a spin-off of that show right, just
2: involving food. We don't feel like that when I say we I mean, my boyfriend and I, we didn't feel like they offered a lot of solutions at the end. It was like they made him go to counseling or a doctor, and the doctor would say, hey, do you know that you can't eat your mattress? It's bad for you. Yeah, and they're and like, like, oh, anybody but have not you doing bad. anything. And they're like, yeah, it is. You really should stop eating your mattress. But then it wasn't like, and now we're going to pay for counseling for you until yeah. you stop eating yeah. your mattress. Mm-hmm. So it felt kind of, mm, we felt kind of bad about watching it, but you kind of just can't stop. It's like I'm an, I'm obsessed with balloons or whatever it is. So, I know
0: it always was slightly depressing, which I feel like is the problem with all of those TLC shows. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're like, oh, God, I just I, I feel, feel bad like,
2: for them. I feel
0: bad that this woman is eating Vicks VapoRub.
2: Uh-huh. I mean, there's dirty diapers. There's all no. Kinds of things. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. That gel inside. Anyway, let's Ugh. move back to the ice cream. Isn't that too much dairy? Like for your system, <laughs> are you going to what if she becomes lactose intolerant? What is she going to do?
0: Yeah, I because think in lactose intolerance age- is like the least of her problems. <laughs> I just feel like the amount of chemicals and sugar in those things and I would I would be surprised if it's even dairy. Like maybe oh, it's some okay. kind of you know
2: But it's like how she's getting all of her calories. I know I think.
0: Oh yeah, it's not healthy how at does all. Is she
2: not mm, yeah. It's just <laughs> <laughs> I do think she's enjoying herself, though. I mean, she describes it as... She's really having pleasure. As well,
0: she breaks uh, down in the grocery aisle when those two show up to help her. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, so it's clearly a problem.
2: Kimberly. Yeah,
0: and Kimberly gets help, and okay. the two people help her. Uh, and then, like I said at the end, according to an article I found, because I was like, where's Kimberly now? Because that's like, when you see she these shows... at
2: baskin Rock.
0: Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> do <Dawn. laughs>
2: Stop she it. can't. No, she can't. It they would wouldn't be too let hard. her.
0: Yeah, That would not be good. That would be a What's relapse. What's happening with
2: Kimberly? I'm sorry.
0: Um, well, she actually did go work. Um, at, you know, this is the strangest thing. She is at the state fair at the uh, Midwest Dairy Building.
2: She's not. And you are messing with me. And I am gullible, <laughs> but don't do that. I don't. I usually... You, you
0: went somewhat... What? I did
2: there was part of me that said, "Oh no, we have to encounter her." And now I just laughed about her.
0: You didn't laugh about her. No,
2: I really do feel for this woman. That has to be really distressing. Anything that's compulsive like that? Oh, yeah. Ugh.
0: Like and and I'm sure we've all had some sort of behavior habit where we're like I can't do that anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: but none of them as delicious as this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say, like, you know, as a person who had a problem with alcohol, um, it was not as, you know, um, lighthearted, perhaps, as, like, ice cream sandwiches. But it would be kind of hilarious. Like, every week you go to the grocery store and they're like, uh... Do
2: there's, we have our stock for Kimberly? There's
0: that lady again. What yeah. do you do with all them ice cream bars? Yeah, gosh. You know?
2: I mean... Oh. I wonder if she could buy them in bulk or if she goes to Costco. Now I'm just thinking of logistics. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's... If she did...
0: Yeah. Well, again, I encourage you to watch the episode, which I've linked. Okay. Because you will see her in the dairy aisle or in the frozen okay. dairy aisle. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Hey, okay. So we're going to move from ice cream uh, experiences to angry Alec Baldwin, oh, which is God. kind of redundant. Yeah. Right? Like, because Alec Baldwin is always angry. And Dawn, you're going to tell us all about what Alec Baldwin has been complaining about Mm -hmm. most recently when we come back right here on my... Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. (sighs) Have you made your checkup appointment yet? No. I know we're about to head to a holiday week, so it's probably the last thing on your mind. But why not just cross it off the list today, and then you don't have to think about it. It's really that easy. DakotaDental.com. Head over to the website, give them a call, make that appointment. They'll have plenty of times that are available at a schedule or at a time that works for your schedule. Here's the thing. It doesn't even have to be like in the near future. Maybe you want to get that appointment at back-to-school time. Whatever works best for you, just head to DakotaDental.com. They're open early mornings, evening hours, and you'll love the level of care and service you get at Dakota Dental. I know this because I'm a patient there. I've been there a lot this year. I'm so grateful for for their attention to detail, just their professionalism and the level of care that they provide each and every time I walk through those doors. You will too. They're super convenient to the metro right down in Apple Valley. Head to dakotadental.com and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.